Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Firm. Uh, I'm Alex Gore. I'm here with Lance, artificial intelligence psycho, which is going to, it's awesome that, that we have him and the supercomputer connecting together. Before we do that, uh, you need to become a, a supercomputer in your Revit skills. And how you do that is go to RevitRocketShip.com where you get the tools. I've, I've had conversations with people recently about how they've taken this course like 10 years ago and they were still blown away by how practical it Seriously? was. Seriously? Yeah. That's awesome. Do you remember us talking about when we taught to like pink line mode? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So someone that used it <coughs> sent their model, like this was years ago, but not the one that they made another one and yeah. just said, hey, judge how good I am at, at Revit because like they were like high up. And they're like, this is amazing. Like, how did you get to do all these details and, and learn all this and stuff like that? She goes, pink line mode. She's like, what's pink line mode? And the, and, and then she go, like, you mean edit mode? You know, like when you edit, like, yeah. but We it's, are transforming the language. But it's pink line like it's and i would expect nothing short of us transforming the language of society from uh somebody such as al primetime gore oh i like that (laughs) i like that me and prime we're gonna be maybe that i i should have put that on my vision board me photoshop with primetime high five and being cool yeah um go to (laughs) revitrocketship.com To do all those things that we said, somehow that is a read. There we go. Yeah, you got that taken care of. Awesome. Well, as more businesses and tenants demand green design in their buildings, lead certification is more important than ever. And while ArcCat is known for being red, they can help you go green. ArcCat provides thousands of lead reports from building product manufacturers on how their products can help you make the green choice that's right for your project. Head on over to ArcCat.com and find the information you need for a lead. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. Check them out last, but certainly not least, absolutely not least, because I am actually working with the crew over at PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm on one of my custom residential houses that I have been designing up in the mountains. We are trying to do some very interesting stuff with how tilt and turns work, how we're sliding big panes of glass, um, and it's only possible through the world collection uh, class collection of brands that I've brought to you brought together to provide window ends or solutions to the building industry and beyond via Pella Luxury. Duratherm and Riley are the true pioneers of industry. They are doing what no one else has done, building and designing beyond the status quo. These brands do not push beyond the limits. They set them. Explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. That's PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm today. Back to you, Primetime. Prime time. If you want to uh, read along with us, our whole firm is reading yes. the Savit, Seven ha- Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, you are a week behind if you haven't started already. That's okay. You can get through it. No catch big up, deal. Catch up over the weekend. Uh, get Amazon Prime and get your book sent to you. Uh, we have or already the Kindle completed. or the audio book. I'm doing. I'm actually kind of doing a hybrid approach where I will 
Audible. I'm doing Audible. I'll take notes, and then I go back to the hard copy I have and make my notes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Do you want the version that we have? I can get you that. It's all good. It it synced up fine. We figured that out today. Okay. I think the the ours after these next chapter they have expanded versions. That's the one I'm, audio I'm reading, so I'm covered on both sides. But but you won't be on the same page. Just let it, like when someone's like I'm on page eighty seven. Understood. Okay, cool. Anyways, we've read uh, from page one to forty five, which was there was like two different forwards and then an introduction. <clears throat> so yeah. you can go ahead and read that. Now we're basically on an overview of the seven habits. Yeah. Um. That's the the the. They don't even label them like chapter one, two, and three, but it's pages 46 yeah. to 70. Uh, read along with us. That's what I have. Secondly, what I have is uh, AIA Billings slow again in November. So the Billings, for architecture Billings, were down negative uh, 1.1, projective inquiry, inquiries negative 0.3. Design contracts, native 1.7. And this isn't based out of 100. 50 is basically the baseline. Uh, I'm pulling up, and, and I, I could share my screen, but I let's see. Lance already has it. I am recording this for everyone else. Yeah. And, and, and you can see that like it, it hovers around 50. So like 50. 50 is where you want to be. 50 is where you want to be. 50 plus, yep. And we have dipped below. We're now in the, about 47. In range. November. Yep. Of 2022. We're recording this uh, January 6, 2023. Yep. And what I want to highlight is that I went to the AIA mm-hmm. and they release these basically. The next one will be on January 25th, mm. then February 20th, March 20th. So we'll keep you posted um, and seeing how it goes. So this is kind of a look in the past. What happened today was uh, payrolls rise by 223,000. They thought about 200,000. Um, unemployment rate is 3.5 versus expected is 3.7. So this quote unquote recession or future recession, hmm. which everyone is saying in 2023, probably 100% what's going on right now. It, it's weird because it's almost a reflex recession through inflation. Like food prices are just ridiculous. Um, housing prices we already talked about. Um, but it, it could be that the recession happens through inflation, um, and also lower productivity, but the jobs stay high because maybe the baby boomers keep retiring like they naturally do. And there's just not enough to fill it. Um, because, uh, yeah, the baby boom echo isn't as big. I, I think the generation below us is pretty big. Is it Z? Um, but but that could be it's bigger than millennials, yeah. Yeah, that could be in into play, um, right there. Yeah, I was just looking up. Uh, let's see here, in 2011, that the first round of baby boomers, these Americans born between 1946 and 1964, turned 65. So you jump ahead 20 years, basically, um, and now we're probably into the second round. Yep. And then there's um, I don't know how many rounds there are, but like, <clears throat> uh, oh, perfect. Actually, it says it here. I'm gonna just pull it up. Sorry. Uh, I think this is this is important. I'm not even expecting to talk about it. This article I just pulled up is seniorliving.org. From now until 2030, so we're getting close here, seven years away. 10,000 baby boomers each day will hit retirement age. Millions will begin official uh, officially retire, collect Social Security. Blah blah blah. That's 300,000 a month. Yeah, 300,000 a month. That's a lot of people. Oh my goodness. So yeah. just replacing that, like yeah. Exactly, which I'm all about it. 
And you know why I'm all about replacing these baby boomers? Because me and Al Gore and the rest of you listeners out there who are into the cutting edge and bleeding edge, which we're going to go to get into next year before we give a shout out to Lauren Ganest, is uh, we are going to, um, we aren't afraid of embracing new, new technologies, nope. testing them, trying them out, utilizing them. Obviously, we started the show talking about Revit Rocket Chip, how Revit has helped us level up, how it can help you level up. Um, we're, we feel like we're seeing something on the horizon that is going to do the same transformation in the, in the same in the way, in the sense of we went from hand drawing to CAD, but from CAD to BIM was the big one for sure. Yep. So first though, uh, well, before we get into this so, next. So the next one is from BIM to AI. BIM or, to AI. Yeah. Yep. Yep. BIM plus AI. That's BIM the way I. I like it. BIM plus AI. B-I-M-I. There you go. You got it. Uh, so first, I want to give a shout out, though. I was looking through reviews um, because I was uh, uh, re-pitching to our sponsors, listen to the show, um, to um, re-sponsor the show for 2023. And um, we, I was looking at uh, some of our reviews from last year. We have a great one from Lauren Ganess. So if you're listening, Lauren, thank you so much for that five-star review. Everybody who is listening who hasn't left us a five-star review on iTunes, please do, because I will give you a shout out. Uh, she says, awesome podcast. I hear enjoying Lance and Alex's guests' insights on how to build the f- a firm from the ground up. There we go. You rock. Okay, how are you using AI, Lance? Oh, my goodness. He's Le- texting me middle of the night. I'm, it's the middle of the night. I'm sleeping. And he's like, hey, Al, look at this. And then Terminator emoji. Yeah. That's what's happening. And then... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sleeping, dude. Hey, man. <laughs> That's enough. That's as far as we need to Yeah, yeah. yeah. I la- I laughed when Al got bitchy and b- texted me back and said like this is in the middle of the night like that. It, it was ni- it. it was nine fifteen <laughs> it was nine fifteen I I am also a person who goes to bed early and wakes up super early. However, I laughed because I was like, ooh, this is a little, little testy fella. Anyway, I have been on and I want everybody to take a look at this. Uh, let's see here. So it's AI. What is it called exactly? Are you going for the Oh, the image one first. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just, I'm just gonna show everybody. So there's, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's mind blowing to me. Like Mark, Mark LePage, if you're listening to this episode in particular, send me a text when you listen to this because, uh, I, I, I want to say I'm not sorry for making AI trend all of uh this week in the Entree Architect community on Facebook, like. I posted two times about it, and then it's just been nonstop AI in that group, which is great because I think that that's the point of this this topic of this show is like, look, you could be afraid of this or you can embrace it. Like, you can see what's coming inevitably. So anyway, I'm back to where I'm at. I'm on openai.com, and if you scroll down, here's where you see these two uh, things that I'm using. So there's there's two things that I've been experimenting with this week. Trying to figure out how I can use them in practice and even teaching, and I'll, I'll go through kind of all of it. Um, so basically, I just clicked on Chat GTP under Featured and then Doll E2. There's all kinds of different versions of it. Maybe you have a different version that you like better. That's good for you. These ones I like a lot, and I like them even better than um, this. There was a somebody showed told me. Oh, Frank Collada, shout out Frank Collada. Uh, he was saying I've been using Jasper. And uh, the sh- crappy thing about Jasper is, to be completely honest with you, is it uh, it is expensive. 
So it is like um, it is like ninety bucks a month or something like that, and you only get so many credits, t- ten thousand word credits, stuff like that. Hundred thousand. Uh, hundred thousand. I'm sorry. Yep. So that's a lot, but still, like, you once you get into this AI stuff, I think you're gonna be you, like, you're gonna come to the same one of the same conclusions as me. That. Um, but anyway, so I tried like a paid competitor. Chat GTP is better. It. it, it I, I tried the same stuff with both last night. Mm. I'm like Chat GTP. Chat GTP. GTP is better. So, uh, what I have, what I have been trying to do is let, let me just show you some of the uh, the image results that I have. And that's on OpenAI, and it's called something different. So for chat. for this one, it's Dolly, D A L L E two. So you can see if, again if you're watching on YouTube, OpenAI.com forward slash D A L L dash E dash two forward slash. That will get you there. You can log in. It's free. This is free. You only get so many credits. You get like 50 credits with the image generator. Maybe it probably takes way more processing power. Mm. Is my guess than Chat GPT. However, I would, I'm also going to note, like, for both of these, like, for people that are afraid of this, you can still overload these. So, like, this, it, it, I think it's really important to you, for, for you, especially you people who are afraid of this technology and worried it's going to take over the jobs. And, like, it is going to, in a way, it's going to modify them. And then maybe, yes, it eventually replaces them. The first thing is going to happen is, is it's going to modify how you do your job, then it's going to modify jobs, then it's going to end up literally taking jobs out. I'm 100% up, like, I'm convinced it's going to do that. Isn't it a more advanced version of, here's the easiest analogy, Microsoft Excel. Like, hey, did that eliminate jobs? Or did that just allow people who use spreadsheets and data to not have to manually write it out, manually do the math, manually correct it, and then it gave people a lot more opportunity to make a lot more graphs and charts and whatever you do with Excel. Absolutely. It made you more powerful. Yeah. So, so before we get into what I have been producing, go ahead, Al. Sorry. This is... He's uh, excited. No, He's so excited that like somehow he held in all of his excitement and didn't text me past 9 p.m. about it. Yeah, midnight. What <laughs> <laughs> a liner. So, <laughs> you know, we talked about before, yeah. um, unemployment and, and all that in the recession and, and, and that, and, and what I was going to say, but you transitioned very nicely into to other things was I feel like in a couple months, I'm going to make this statement now that I'm not kind of ready for, but like, it's a foreshadowing of me collecting data is like the, the biggest threat is, is, you know, like if they manage the recession, right, it's just lower productivity, lower quality of life, uh, you know, through inflation and just like the gumming of the system and the and the government bureaucracy and everyone's bureaucracy. So all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you can eat like good food. It just costs twice as much and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and why I'm bringing it up now is like, oh, well, will productive productivity be helped by this? Like, can we solve some of those things? Like, hey, let's say the government is going to be the government because that is literally who they are. Oh, you have to do all these stupid steps. Okay, can I make just AI do it? And then I don't have to deal with it? So, like, the government is still going to be terrible and bureaucratic nonsense, but now I can be productive because I can just make the AI answer to replies. I am so optimistic about the implementation of 
AI as a tool rather than a controller. However, before we kind of get into the some of the images that I've that I have been able to get it to produce for me, which some which some of them relate to architecture, and that that's I'm trying to plant some seeds in here for folks that are still skeptical about this and how they could use this. There's an awesome meme I have pulled up on the screen here. It's called the Circle of AI Life, top left pane. As I'll describe it for the people who are listening terrestrially. If you're not, you should go to YouTube and subscribe. Uh, top left pane says humanity researches AI, and it's got like these two little figures, and they're researching the AI. Then. Then the next pane says, humanity perfects AI, and there's a little guy celebrating, and he's got like this big machine. And then the next pane says, AI perfects itself, Ooh, and it destroys the humans. <laughs> and then it's got a picture of the pyramids, and it says, AI enslaves humanity. And then the next pane is, a solar flare disables AI. And then we're right back to square one with the last pane where it's, uh, humanity worshiping the sun god, which freed them from the AI enslavement. Yeah. So maybe a little bit of a stretch. You probably have to put on your uh, tinfoil hat for that one, but I think it was pretty funny um, just to bring up. Next thing is uh, on this topic is like, <clears throat> couldn't believe it. I mean, I could believe it, but I couldn't believe it because I used and uh, I used Chat GPT to help me write my syllabus for my new course that I'm teaching at CU Boulder this spring along with my assignments plus a grading scale it's like it was phenomenal what it did there's a lot of it's not like again it's not like for any any boomers out there listening or just like and i mean that not as an age group but just as a general like uh how you a stick in the mud world. yeah about this um it reminds me of when our our professors used to tell me and al like oh you like you guys just hit the rendering button and then it does all the work for you no 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 no, 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 so many inputs, so many dials, so many, so much tweaking. So that's the point here. Is there's so much tweaking. So like, that's what I was getting at is with my syllabus, my assignments, everything tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. It still took me a whole day to do it, but rather than two days, rather than three days. And honestly, it is like, I'm like pretty proud of like <laughs> what I did by, by, by the way, my, my chat GPA, GPT is named Hal. You can name them. Nice. I talk to him and I thank him a lot. Yes. It's a he too. I gave him a pronoun. Uh, so anyway, back to the screen here I've got pulled up. I knew this was going to happen and I'm saying it because of the syllabus that I put together. I'm like, what is going to stop this? Like people at schools from like, you know, like there's going to be some cheating, but there's also like, oh, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is, are people going to be able to learn faster, quicker, better? Seems like it. And, and I think that's the next level too. <clears throat> Going back to that cheating, because you're going to bring up an article, which you have here. And NY the title is NYC Education Department Blocks Chat GPT on School Devices Networks. Could it be this? <coughs> hey, Chat GPT, um, it's going to be a lot to block this. We can't block people's their cell, home, phones. Their cell phones, their home computers, stuff like that. Uh, can we make an app? Can you make an app? We'll pay you for it. Right, we're the New York school district or California or whatever that just says, "Was this created in Chat?" GPT? Exactly. Somehow there's a trace code. I don't know. Was this? It created? just looks up like uh, it just. I bet you it's like why doesn't it? It probably stores everything, and if it, it absolutely does because it has. When you go into Chat, I'm telling you, if you haven't tried this out, go to Chat GP. I'll, I'll give you the address here in a second, but like you, you try these apps out because uh, th they actually want feedback. So, like, you can thumbs up and thumbs down, and I, I've been doing that. Um, I'm telling them, like, it nailed it. Like, that was perfect. Yep. Or uh, this was bad. It didn't work out. But, yeah, they, they're going to store it 
because they want the feedback and then they could do have a cro- feedback yeah. loop for sure. And the CIA needs to know. Yeah. So uh, architecture wise, back up on the screen here, what I put together is like, then for the image generator, I was like, okay, um, there's a couple different ways to think about this. Like I'm just trying to brainstorm in my own head of like, how could I use this for work? Um, so first I just wanted to see what like this image generator would create. And what it created was I, I typed in something like um, uh, Gotham City at night with a gloomy cloud cover. Sure. And it cranked out basically Gotham City with that yep. in an artistic way. Uh, and then I said, then the next one I was like, all right, let's do the opposite of this. And I said, a futuristic city with flying cars in the mountains. Bam. Nailed it. It nailed it. it. It pretty much did, yeah. Your dad said he noticed something about F9, or maybe he was trolling me. He was trolling you. I think he put an F in there. Ah, good trolling, old man. Yep. See, he's getting good. That's so funny. Go back. I see an F right there, but he, like, typed it in. Ah, there you go. Thanks, old man River. Appreciate that. <laughs> Again, your trolling skills getting uh. pretty good. <laughs> Okay, then I then uh, this was this was the one of the posts that I posted in the Architect community. I said a group, I said uh, create a group of happy architects using artificial intelligence to enhance their architecture services, and I popped out these four goofy goofy images. The people are, look completely insane because remember this is a computer trying to interpret like human happiness. You know that's the part where it's like the emotional thing is is where. The gap is. It's one of the gaps. It's such a funny four image picture because it's when you just look at it, it looks like every picture when you say architect at a construction site, just like a guy, a girl, construction plan, stuff like that. The amount of construction hats that it put on, there's one video of everyone all in suits with construction hats and they all have their hands on a construction hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's just awesome. One, there's a guy and two girls. And they have a ridiculous amount of architectural plans. <laughs> the one lady is holding what is, if you've ever hold a big roll, that's like 45 pounds, right? And she's holding <laughs> another one. There's a hat on there. And then there's like a creepy hat. That's yeah. like a mask. <laughs> the hat is smiling. The hat is smiling. Oh, um, and on that one, they all, like two of them have sunglasses on inside. It's just, <laughs> it's just amazing. It's just really, really good. One... One. But it spits these out in like 30 seconds. Yeah. There's one, there's a lady in the center, two guys on the side, and like her hat is like two-tone colors. The first one with the lady with the hat like that looks like a, a terrible rendition of uh, Star Star Wars. Yeah. A hat. So good. So so good. So good. So that made everybody laugh, but it got the you got you got everybody's attention and then a lot of people in the in the uh in the subtext then, you know, were asking for the link, how can I try this and all that. And then they started trying it posting their own. So again, I'm sorry, Mark. But I think it's awesome for the discussion. Um, so then last night I was thinking, okay, because another I can't remember his name, but somebody else in the in the in the Facebook group there, they were like, well, here's how here's like here's an example of an image, and they say it was something like a, a French restaurant in Louisiana interior. Boom! It spit out almost a perfect rendering. Yep. So like, could you use this? For cons to be like during the conceptual stage, like the storyboarding stage within a design process, you know, project with a client, or or will will you do seeing will you will you start seeing clients bring stuff like this? So what I typed in this time was a 
And I'm going to show this to staff at some point too here because I want I want to challenge them with this and to try it and see if like how what are things we can do to two second lean further the firm. Maybe it's just responding to emails. Maybe it's writing um, an RFP or something. I don't know. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I typed in a minimalistic open concept kitchen, living and dining room, photorealistic architectural rounding. Bam. And it popped out four of them. And there's, again, some goofy wonkiness going on like this. So the point of this was to see what we could do conceptually, but also like architects. If you are worried at this very moment that this is going to take your job, I need you to look at the images on my on our screen right now, on your screen rather, on YouTube, and you tell me if this, right now in its current state, if it's able to take your job. I think the answer is no, right? I mean, like, look, let's look at a few of these images, like crazy oversized pendant lights. What is even the hood over the, over the kitchen? Um, just a real, like, some kind of awkward sort of spaces. And uh, it's trying to, it gets the gist of what you're going for, but the fine-tuning details are just still way, way off. Well, also, too, let's say one of the pictures is like, yes, we love that. Let's go with that. The the difference between that and then turning that into construction drawings and getting through the city is so, there's so much, and, and a lot of people will know what, what that entails. But we've talked we've talked to other AI developers and tools and stuff like that, like, they can barely get a code check thing together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is still, and they're not even working on that. They're working on like, how can we produce for firms? Um, what's so what, our, what, what's what, our what, guy what, that's what, local that was on LinkedIn that was just like, these Bill are just Allen. different, Bill Allen, different facades, you know, like. You, you, you got to play with these tools. So here's another example. Mid-century, I typed in mid-century, modern, mid-century home in the Colorado foothills, photorealistic architectural rendering. And it popped out some wonkiness, you know, like some things that maybe don't make sense. But like renderings that when we and I were in school would have taken hours and hours to produce. Um, and again, there's some wonkiness here. And like, what does it mean? Top right's great. What's that? Top right one is good. Uh, see, I would say the bottom right one is better. But anyway, that's, I mean, the, look, the flat iron's in the back. So... The, the, the point, like, if once you dive into these, you're going to see how, you're going to see all their shortcomings. You're going to maybe even get a little frustrated with them. And he, he, I have a question for you, Al, then. So, like, <clears throat> one of my conclusions of this whole exercise, even past the images, once we get into the writing, it'll be even more obvious, is, like, dialectical thinking. So, what is the opposite of <clears throat> its output? The opposite of its output is your input. How many times in your life have you actually been in that that kind of a position with the input, being a person who is inputting the data to where it is sort of training you in reverse to input data differently, to get a different output? I can't think of too many times. Like, it is right now the chat GPT, in my opinion, the way to sum it up is it is a new Google. It is a new search engine because you can use it that way and it outputs data but more in a more sophisticated and more direct way. But then then that prob the problem with the data it puts out sometimes is it just won't do it. So like I'm finding myself reformulating questions to it over and over and over again. And sometimes I can't get it to do what I want it to do. You know what analogy? That's the best for me that I can come up with because it's kind of hard. It is a way more advanced. Think about when you were learning 
um, 3DS and what Form Z. And you just had to type in commands, Boolean, these other ones. And, and sometimes you just guess. And it's like, oh, I have to learn a different language. And it was, there, those ones were more just like, if you could type in the right words and find the stuff, like you didn't have to find the keywords and mm -hmm. things like that. And now this is like, you're not getting to this thing, but let's say you like the lower right one. Mm -hmm. You're like, great. Now, like, how do you say, you know, uh, let's go with the lower right hand corner, make that slope a 212. Um, and then instead of using white, let's use uh, uh, cream colors with uh, wood soffits. Yeah. yeah exactly. It, so it, it, and it can't do that right. And then, and then think about that. Let's say it could do that. Think about that versus a client seeing that image, saying what I said, how much effort is it to then reproduce that? Okay. All the soffits, like actually if it depends, you might've named them differently. Like maybe um, you already had the rendering in yep. you know, uh, one of those pieces of software. Yep. And then the fascia you have to go change and then you have to re-render and then act, like, get what I'm saying? Like that's, if it can listen to what I said and do that, which who knows if that's a year off or five or 10, you just went from at best, if you're very efficient, an hour to 30 seconds. I was going to say a minute. Yeah. You yeah. went from an hour to one minute. Yeah. And then some fun stuff. Uh, so this one I said, um, Pepe the frog sitting in a cozy chair next to a fire. And uh, it, it put a frog, not Pepe the frog, but a frog. Yeah in a, I don't know if that's a cozy chair, but this is its interpretation. So it's a little off in its interpretation, but it's like close to the gist. Uh, and then my wife was, uh, she used up all her credits in one night because she's a crazy person with an addictive personality. Uh, she probably put together like a hundred image images of uh, golden doodle dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you have one, but you're like, this is what oh, I yeah. needed in my life. It's exactly. I Literally. Daisy was laying on the floor while we're doing this. I'm like, we got one right here. Yeah. Nah. No. Nope. She used them so all This up. is dogs yeah. with coasters. Yeah. So that's the image side of it. And I want to talk about the uh, the chat side of it, right? And, and what, what I used it for um, in in my... So like, here's, here's a couple things that I did. So I've got it up on my screen here. Um, I, I've kind of been going nuts too, but let's see here. One of the first ones was evaluating a business. Oh, so I started a new, one of these first chats and I said, write a syllabus description for today's special, for special topics, technology and practice intro to Adobe creative cloud. Boom. It it, it gave me the syllabus description. Um, and then I just used it to tweak and pop out a syllabus all the way through. You can see some of it here. Um, up on up on the screen and it worked for me like I was blown away I was even uh, blown away but the difference too is like the amount of then it was okay change this paragraph update this uh, give me another idea for that there was a tweaking there was a hundred percent tweaking yeah yeah um, then I asked uh, I've been asking it here's I'll just give you guys a couple other examples I asked it um, that's not the right one where was it at here uh, design a timeless house. Oh, I've asked the jokes. Gosh dang it. Book outline. Building versus buying. I think that's my wife. Oh, come on. Where'd it go? I asked it, uh, give me an, a give me a book idea. Oh, it's way up here, right? Fair no, not down there. 
If you go down, I saw one that had book in its title. Book outline. Yeah, book outline right there. Where's that at? Right there. No, that's different. Uh, yeah, how about this? I was sitting down with my wife. Uh, this is the night before last because we've just been like obsessed with it for like... We, we'll finish supper and then we just spend three hours messing with this thing. So I asked, she goes, let's have an outline a book that is about building versus buying a home. Wham! It pops out this uh, six-chapter book, um, including a conclusion. Chapter one, introduction. Chapter two, building a home. Chapter three, buying a home. Chapter four, financing options. Chapter five, making the decision. Chapter six, conclusion. It has bullet points for each of them. And then uh, I said, revise chapter one to include a short story about a blended family whose, whose size required a custom home. Boom. It revised that. And then it included the story, told us, told a four-paragraph story about Jack, uh, Sarah, and her husband. Then, then, then we said, write another short story to include in chapter one about a family who found the existing house for themselves and their aging parents. Boom! It wrote that chapter. It, it, it there's so like, what, so like, even with that exercise, you can't just tell it. I'll, I'll tell you. Some some people instantly jump to this like, is this going to destroy authors? Uh, nope. I think a good author is probably going to end up using this to tweak and make their books better. But like, if I asked it, which I have, if I say, write a book on this outline, make it 10,000 words long or whatever, it, it, it can't do it. It can't do it. Uh, it also can't input, like I have tried to paste, um, 5,000 words in back into it and then have it revise those. It can't. It seems like there's a limit of like three or 4,000 words for that. And then the, since this is in beta testing, it only allows you to ask it so many questions over a one-hour period. And by the time, every single time, by about 10 p.m., it goes, ah, you guys are at your limit. And then we go, okay, it's time for bed. You're done. You're done. You're done with that. How I use it today for the show? <laughs> what I said to it uh, today for the show, if it will go to it it's kind of buggy there it is i said write two multiple choice questions for architectural licensure candidates taking their tests to become licensed um and then it gave me those two and then i also asked it uh what write the answer for each question that you wrote so it is so we're gonna test this on it live we're gonna we're test live it. we're gonna test it um but the whole the whole overview of whatever it was for for me just to you guys is like go go again to go to go open a go to openai.com forward slash blog or sorry don't go to that one go to chat.openai.com forward slash chat that's chat.openai.com forward slash chat try the try the text generator out go to openai.com forward slash doll dash e dash two try the image generator out. Surely there must be some kind of writing tasks that you folks have, image gathering tasks, where you could make the imaginative leap and see how you can maybe use this um, in your practice. Or maybe it spurs a whole different idea for you about how you could use sure. it. Think about like, what is the thing you hate doing the most that's tedious? Well, I'll tell you what, for me, what it is in my stage in my career as a tenured architect is like, I want to do the fun schematic design process floor plans, space planning, a little bit of exteriors. Then I want to jump into the fun exterior part of it. I don't want to have to worry about how sort of uh, messy the um, graphics are from a like formatting standpoint of, you know, your levels in Revit and like the crop view and all that. 
I just want to do the design and then I want to, then I want to be able to tell AI after my clients have signed off on the design. Great. Here's an example CD set that I've done for a similar house. I want you to, want you to take your time, Hal. I want you to look at that. Now here's my existing model. I want you to make my existing model into that deliverable. And then it's just check. It's literally just redlining that. Yeah, and then I then I could then I have a working set of documents, and I would export a PDF, and I would have that PDF, and I would sit on my couch, uh, on like a Sunday morning, and I would redline it, and then I'd have it ready, scheduled to go to a staff member, and they would they would take us to the finish line because yep. some of the stuff I feel like uh, I, I'm making the mental leap here with that scenario, and that is I recognize what the Chat GPT its limitations in both of these images and stuff, and like. I just know, like, even if I was to ask, let's say there was a program, like, I'm not sure it would be able to detail stuff because mm. I'm seeing what it can't do Yeah, in the ch with the chat GTP. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> that makes sense. But who knows in the future? Keep an eye out. If you aren't, if you aren't like, on this, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried Yeah, as a person. Yeah. So, Cool. Let's bring down uh, everyone for ARE Jeopardy and see how they do against the computer. All right. All right, everyone ready? Yeah. So, ARE, two of these questions are written by me and two of them are written by AI. Oh. Question number one, uh, shingles uh, should be offset a minimum of how many inches? So like from one row to the next row, how many inches should it be offset? Is it A, one inch, B, two inch, three, C, three inch, D, six inch? Ready, reveal. It is C, three inches. Normally, people do it halfway, which is more than three inches, which is totally acceptable. But you don't want them lining up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, question two. If an airspace is used in a masonry veneer, how many inches should the clear airspace be? A, one inch. B, two inch. C, three inch. D, six inch. Correct. A. Uh, so these, my questions are written by ChatGPT. Oh, sir. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind at my lunch, Ross. ChatGPT. Exactly. I'm just saying the older millennials seem like the more hip ones. Yeah. In the firm. Get you know, woke. You don't even know. You did. You're included with us. Yeah. I, I think you're included. Yeah. With 30th us. birthday. Yeah. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. You're mature and you're on our level. All right. So, ChatGPT is an AI piece of software. I'm going to blow you guys' mind at lunch. Okay. I'm just going to freak you out. And I, I, I'm going to actually, I'm going to challenge everybody to uh, try to use it in, in the office somehow for work. It wrote my syllabus. It blows my mind. Okay. Number three. This is written by ChatGPT. Which of the following is not a requirement for obtaining an architectural license in the United States? Is it A, completing a degree in architecture from an accredited school? B, passing the architectural registration exam, A-R-E? C, gaining at least three experience 
uh, three years of experience working under a licensed architect. D, having a clean c- criminal record. E, paying a fee to the licensing board. So again, which of the following is not a requirement for mm-hmm. uh, for obtaining an architectural license in the United States? And I can repeat all those, starting with A, completing a degree in architecture from an accredited school, B, passing the architect registration exam, C, gaining at least three years of experience working under a licensed architect, D, having a clean criminal record, E, paying a fee to the licensing board. All right. What are the answers? What do you got, Jason? C? A. A? Correct answer. Yeah, correct answer is D. It's not a requirement. You can be a criminal. Exactly. So it's the perfect ARE question, Ross. Yeah. Maybe AI isn't the best. We're going to take our complaint up to chat. Yeah, having a clean criminal record. It's not. You can have a recur. You could have a you could have a misdemeanor, and be okay. Yeah. Okay, number four. What is the primary function of the International Building Code (IBC)? A to establish minimum requirements for the design and construction of buildings. B to set standard for the maintenance and repair of existing buildings. C to regulate the use of land for the development purposes. D to ensure the safety of building occupants in the event of a fire or E, to establish guidelines for the environmentally sustainable design of buildings. What is the primary function of the international building code? Only one. Hmm. All right. Correct answer is A. Good job, everyone. Who's winning? Who won? Where are we going to eat? (laughs) Say it. It's been decided. The Hawaiian place. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. If you like this episode, you guys know what to do on YouTube. Uh, like, subscribe, leave us a positive comment if you're listening on the iTunes. Remember, be like uh, Lauren Janest and leave us a five-star review. See you next week.